0: Hello, hello, welcome to the 7 Strong Podcast. I am your host, Holly Hillier, a retired six-figure corporate engineer, mom to three crazy boys, and CEO of 7 Strong. I went from burnt-out corporate engineer to stay-at-home mom-boss building multiple businesses and life-changing income from my kitchen table. My passion is helping other female entrepreneurs create magnetic marketing and scalable systems so you, too, can create the time and financial flexibility to live your dream life. Ready? Let's dive in. Oh, hello, welcome back to the 7 Strong Podcast. I am super excited to be diving in with you all today to discuss creating a weekly content plan that produces income, that actually has our customers saying, yes, I want what you have. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, take a listen to it. Because last week, what we did is we first, we started with what's that huge vision that you have? And then how do we break that down into what is, what are the goals that I need to set this year? And then how do I reverse engineer those into 12 week year goals, monthly goals, and then really these these weekly goals. And today we now get to say, okay, if these are my weekly goals, then what content am I producing, forward facing on social media, that is supporting those and you know last week we also talked about email marketing so there's really these two levers in in my business that i use a lot which are social media to bring in new clients and then email marketing and so we'll talk about kind of weekly content planning on both of of those platforms so i'm really excited because Once you get this, this is the granular piece of the big picture from last week, it becomes so much easier to produce your content and to produce your content ahead of time. I talk to a lot of content creators and business owners who are kind of creating content daily and if life throws you one curveball, like, a lot of times you're like, I don't actually have time to produce that content. And it becomes the first thing that you skip. But when you're not consistent on social media, not only is it confusing to your potential clients and the community that you've built, but the algorithm does not like it. The algorithm likes to know what's coming. And if the algorithm knows what's coming, then the algorithm will feed you out to more people. And of course, this is, you know, as of today, beginning of of May, 2023, that is one of the big pieces of, of the algorithm. And so how do we create a content plan that makes it easy to produce content ahead of time so that we can schedule that out and be done with that part of our business? Same thing, when I say content, not just on social media, but in emails we can schedule full email campaigns ahead of time so that our business is running in the background while we are doing the things that we love in our business and also with our families right because that's that's really the the whole point you know i started very much in that hustle phase where i did everything myself and i didn't know about automations and i really burnt out and so my hope is with this podcast that that we can create plans for you that help you build and scale your business so that you can be more present doing the absolute things that that you love still finding that same business success so let's dive in weekly content planning So if we look back to last week, one of the things that we discussed was having weekly goals. So this is always where where I start. What are my weekly goals? And if we're talking about, you know, say if we're talking about network marketing, then your weekly goals a lot of time will revolve around selling a product or recruiting a team member okay? And you should really focus on kind of one, one thing, right? And this is the same if you are a course creator or any, any other business owner, you want to think of it as like a launch. You're not, that goal is like your launch goal for the week. You are not trying to do it all to launch a new product and start up a new course and like, it's too much and that would feel very overwhelming to you and if it feels very overwhelming to you then it's going to feel very overwhelming to your audience as well. So once we know this is my one this is my big goal for this week and this goal of course going back to last week this goal supports your monthly goal which supports your quarterly goal which supports your yearly goal right So we have this this end of week goal and we know the marketing focus behind it. So again, network marketing, you're either going to be launching a product, right? What product are you selling? Which we know sales is, I like to say like sales is service. So anytime I'm selling something, it's not about the actual thing that I'm selling. Right. It's never about like, it wasn't about selling blueprint to social selling for me. It was about the transformation that I was going to get the women who joined me. So the transformation from stuck business owners showing up, but never really gaining traction, right? Never making the income that they want to make or seeing the business growth that they want to make truly like feeling like they're working constantly but not seeing that success. And so for me, sales is service. So how can I be in service to these women? Well, I'm going to take them from stuck to thriving to growing. And so you want to think of that when we know this goal. So when Blueprinted Social Selling was open, I had a goal for number of clients that I wanted to serve, right? That was my goal. But when I think about the marketing that I will be setting up over that week, the marketing is always about my client. It's always about their transformation. It's always about the place where they are right there and how I'm going to take them to where they want to be. What I'm selling Everything that I sell is just a vehicle to get someone else to where they want to go. So it's the same in my network marketing business in the fitness world, right? When I'm selling someone a nutrition plan, it's not really about the plan. It's about helping that woman finally overcome that that weight loss hurdle, that plateau that she's been in for so long. Again, she feels stuck and I have a way to help her see the results that she wants, So when you start thinking of it in those terms, not, I have to sell this product, because here's the thing, when your social media or your goals, when you start saying or hearing in your head, I, I have to hit this goal. I have to sell this mini. I have to do this. You have to switch it. What you need to ask yourself is who can you serve? What does the woman on the other side need? Because sales, sales is never about us. Ever. If I'm ever caught in my head in this storyline of, gosh, I need to do this and I need to hit these goals and like I need to sell to hit my own goal, you won't sell. Sales is never about you. Sales is about the service to others. And if you can serve enough people, then you will find greater success in your own life. And so we have to get out of this storyline in our head of I, 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 and flip it to her or she or that avatar who you're serving, that ideal client that you you get to serve. That is what sales is about. And so I say that because our goals are written out to, you know, my goal is to do X, Y, Z. But my marketing around it always has to be about the woman on the other side and the transformation that I'm going to give her. So I know in my weekly content plan, my content is going to support the goal of selling, you know, finding 10 new clients. So say I'm in my blueprint Social Selling lo- um, launch and I'm saying, I want to find 10 new clients. And so my marketing that entire week is going to focus, around the transformation that I can get my ideal client in the blueprint to social selling. So what I would suggest is that you sit down and you ask yourself, where is my ideal client right now? Where does she feel stuck? What are her pain points, right? What what are the problems that she's like living in that she doesn't even know I have the solution, but here are the things that she's saying. This is how she feels. So you want to identify the problem, but you also want to identify the emotions and how we feel around it. Because someone just saying, oh, you want to lose weight and can't, it's very different than someone saying, you know, I I don't have the energy to play with my kids. I don't want to be embarrassed to be in the pictures anymore. I am so frustrated with losing a few pounds and gaining it back. The feelings and the emotion, that's what you want to attach to. We're human beings, we attach to stories, we attach to emotions. So sit down and really figure out how is she feeling right now? And again, your solution that's the vehicle for her. And so we we know that, right? We know that you have something that can get her to where she wants to go, but we very rarely actually talk about that so we mention you know my the you know my nutrition program again storytelling has helped me lose 45 pounds postpartum and i now feel like i have more energy to play with my kids i'm confident and want to be in all the photos i I feel so relieved that I don't feel deprived anymore, right? A big thing for me was feeling deprived. Like I just had to like stop eating everything to lose any weight. And so I'd feel deprived and i then binge eat, right? And so it was this cycle. But that cycle is also what my ideal client's feeling. So what I'm telling her is, you know, listen, I, I, found, I found the solution, but I talk very little about the actual solution and more about how She feels stuck and how she will feel after she uses my solution. And so when you're thinking about your content plan, you could write like a million posts and a million stories connecting back to those feelings that she's having. So can you tell a story about when you felt XYZ way and then you discovered this one trick or this one tip that flipped it on its head and you give a small piece of your solution that leaves her saying, gosh, like that was really helpful, but there's more, I need more. Are you looking to dive deeper into your niche avatar and create the content that actually converts your followers to customers? Oh, and do you want to do this all together with me as your personal mentor? In my course, The Blueprint of Social Selling, we deep dive into all these topics, plus how to create systems that allow you to take your loyal followers and scale your business to the six or seven figure mark. And when you join us at launch, you have an opportunity to work directly with me. We will actually chat through all your business questions, get you unstuck and creating the momentum you're looking for in your business. The Blueprint to Social Selling is launching in April. So make sure to get on my newsletter list. I linked in the show notes for you or on my website, sevenstrong.com. If you're listening to this after launch, you can join the waitlist for our next program launch over on Seven Strong. I'm so excited to get to know your business on a personal level and cannot wait to serve you more. Now, back to the podcast. And so... If we're looking at our weekly content plan, one of the things that I do is I write out every day of the week, and I don't tend to schedule mine. But you can. I scheduled mine more when I was working full time, so I didn't have to worry about like getting busy and not being able to post. And um, some of the scheduling apps that I use are Plan P L A N N. That's one. Plan Elite, P-L-A-N-O-L-Y, but also um, Meta, Facebook, Instagram, they have a scheduling tool that you can use now if you're a creator or a business account. So... You can also just use their internal tools, which I'm sure the algorithm would love and, and reward you for, but they, they kind of just released these scheduling tools. So I have not really used them, used them much, but they are available there for you. And so on Sundays, that's like my big planning day. I sit down and I say, this is my goal. These are some of the ways that I can serve this woman. These are some of the pain points that I can help her overcome. And I just write down like those pain points in each day. And then now I know, okay, I've got this mapped out. I can see her journey from, yep, I feel that way. Oh my gosh, that was totally an objection I had. Like, maybe this could work for me. Yep, I feel this way. And I map them out every single day. And I don't necessarily write or create the post that morning I do more of my content creation um, like Monday mornings, but you could very easily at the same time create all your content that day. You could write your post, you can record your reels. Batch creating content is one of the best ways that my like working clients, working full time plus building their own side hustle, they will batch their content on Sunday, schedule it all out. Now, let's talk about call to action in, in feed post. So one of the things that I really, I believe it is so much easier to sell in your stories. I don't believe it. There's a million, there's data to support that. So I like to say, if you're gonna do a call to action in your post, like a call to action sales, I would maybe do like, once or twice a week. You do not want it to be every day. Join me, buy from me, link in bio, right? So you should have call to action in every single one, but a hard sale call to action, I don't necessarily, It, it people people get tired of it. Where, you, where I do sell every single day, hard call to action sales every single day, those happen in my stories. So a lot of my clients come to me and they say, but... No one's in my stories. Well, as you're producing content, I want you to start thinking, how can I drive people to my stories? So maybe one of your posts is a value add for your potential client. And so for example, for me, I did like a, you know, what I eat in a day. This is a value add for my my fitness and nutrition business. What I eat in a day. And then at the end of that, I say, if you'd like to see more of my daily foods, plus where I shop, check out my stories. My call to action is pointing them back to stories. Some of my other favorite calls to action are, so create a great freemium. So this is moving a little bit more into email marketing, which is, if you ask me where I sell, It's stories and email, 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 email. You've got to have an email list. You've got to be collecting email addresses every single day, right? Because social media can go away at any second. And if you don't have a great email list, like you, you don't own your business, right? Someone else owns all those prospects. So one of the things that I'm doing right now is I've been posting a lot of dessert recipes. So I know the people who are following me, all these new followers are really interested in that. So how can I serve them more? I created a recipe PDF. My call to action, anytime I do like a recipe, a dessert recipe post is comment below with the word dessert and I will email you my dessert PDF. I'm growing by about a hundred new email list subscribers every day from that. Okay. I'm not selling to them. I'm literally like, Let me provide you value in the feed. I have a great call to action, which they're commenting, which also helps the the algorithm. I'm getting email addresses. I'm emailing them exactly what they wanted. And then from there, I'm able to create a nurture series to continue giving them free value, making them feel like a part of my community, and eventually turning them into customers down the road. So my calls, my my favorite calls to action right now, are actually ones that either grow my email list or move people into my stories so I can do more personal sales. And that's the beauty in stories, right? Get on, show your face, show your excitement. People are much more likely to buy from you than like a post where you're like, check out the link in my bio to like buy this, right? People are not, it's really difficult to ask someone to move from a post. They have to go out of post, they have to go back up to link in bio, click the link in bio, find the actual thing you're trying to sell them. Then click that, then that's gonna move them somewhere else to buy. Like you wanna think of your customer's journey with you when you're creating weekly content. How do you make their journey to service the easiest? Sales to service, right? How do I serve them even in free, completely free ways in the easiest way possible? And one of the ways that I'm doing this, I'm using mini chat, M-A-N-Y chat. This is a tool where when I say comment dessert, it automatically messages them. So I, again, if we're getting into automation, which we get like way into this in blueprint social selling and, um, working with my clients like in our community but this is one way another way we can automate I'm collecting email addresses I'm like so you as a business owner can create content during the week like on the weekend you can schedule it you can have a call to action that asks them to comment they're automatically then messaged back not by you but it looks like it in your Instagram, right? It looks like you're you're responding, you're giving them the value they want instantly, and you're growing your email list, which then is automated to a nurture series. So this is what I really want, you know, business owners to understand, and that it took me a while to get here. Is that and and you won't start here, right? You don't start with a million automations, but you do start understanding how the content you're creating is going to serve a larger business, right? One social media post, it's gone within 24 hours, right? And then you create another one. So how do we somehow make that social media post work the hardest for us during that time? And for me, that's making sure I'm getting email addresses or driving people to my stories where they can purchase from me. How can you make your content work the hardest for you to support that end of week goal? So the other thing I want you to think about and kind of the, the last thing, you know, we, we know what our content's supporting, we understand our calls to action. When you are taking a step back and maybe you've, you've created that weekly marketing plan, I want you to think what would it be like to scroll your social media? So when customers, potential clients, potential new followers are coming to your account, and this is really specifically on Instagram, and, or maybe you show up in the Explore feed, right? And they click on that post. When they start scrolling, does your content tell a story? Is your content binge worthy? And is it kind of diverse enough And yet supporting the same kind of problem for your client. So for example, in my content over on Holly Hillier, which is all really nutrition and nutrition focused on weight loss, I will do, you know, a recipe and then I'll maybe do what I eat in a day and then I'll do one of me talking with like a tip or more than even a tip, it will be like an overcoming an objection. I remember when I thought I had to give up every dessert. And then I'll kind of rotate those things. So I have these kind of main content pillars that all play really well, all support the one goal of my ideal client, right? Because everything I do, I wanna serve my client. So they all support ways of serving her, but it's interesting. It's the content looks different as you scroll, right? A recipe, me talking to the camera, maybe a transformation, food in a day. They all look slightly different. So it keeps our interest, but it's not so different that you're like, whoa, I just like switched to another social media account. And when I just rotate those three pillars as you scroll, begins to feel familiar and you understand exactly how you're going to be served. And so as you create that weekly content, I really want you to think about this. Does this create a cohesive story? Does this create a cohesive solution for my ideal client who's coming to me to be served in what way? And this really goes back to understanding your avatar, understanding your niche, and understanding what, how are you serving them, what niche are you in, and not being afraid to truly, truly like niche down. Like I, Right now, I'm working with a lot of postpartum moms who want to lose weight. Very, very niche, right? So, I'm not saying like I just want to work with every woman in the world. No, I understand the pain points of that ideal client and I can directly address them and actually provide her real value instead of trying to be like super, super general. So, think about that too as you're creating content. So, I I hope this was helpful. You know, I think the the biggest thing, again, it starts from the top, it starts from understanding your avatar, who you're serving, understanding the niche that, that you're following within, but then understanding what is the goal for the end of the week? How are these posts supporting that? Where are your calls to action happening? What type of calls to action are you using? And understanding why, right? If your call to action is a hard call to action, awesome. Like if you're, if you're launching something big, you've got to have a hard call to action in there. If your call to action is driving them to stories, your story content better be spot on that day. Your call to action is expanding your email list. Amazing. Make sure you have a nurture series in there so you can continue nurturing these people. And they, you know, they don't just think they hear from you once and then you disappear. So understanding what those call to actions are and how they serve that end goal that you have at the end of the week. And then of course, creating that content, looking, okay, I'm creating, these are the posts I'm going to do each day, getting those scheduled so you don't have to worry about it. If that's you, I don't schedule content. It doesn't stress me out. I love kind of feeling like free flowing and, which is weird because I am very type A, but I like to kind of hear from my audience and like hear what they want from me that day. And so that's, that's, and I'm able to do that, right? Because I'm at home working this business, but before when I was working my corporate job, I wasn't. So scheduling that content, and then really as you schedule it scroll through and look is this binge worthy does this make sense is it like watching the TV a TV channel where i know what i'm going to get right is it like watching food network or is it like watching food network and i scroll to the next post and now i feel like you know i'm on ESPN like, it's got to make sense. You've got to feel like you're all, your everything is, is connected. That message is really solid. Your message is solid in a way that really serves that ideal client. So I hope that this, this was helpful. I'm obsessed with, with planning, with taking these huge visions. Again, we started there last week. That big vision breaking it down into yearly, quarterly, monthly, weekly, and then this daily plan. And this daily plan allows me to dig into the social media part, which I'm obsessed with as well. So I hope that this was helpful to you all. And if you have questions or you need anything from me, reach out to me over on Instagram at 7 Strong Co. Um, and of course, as always, you know, it means the world when you guys leave reviews and when I hear how this is helping you. Because again, sales is service and That is what I'm here to do, to serve the female entrepreneur, to help you all create businesses that you love and to realize that you don't have to hustle 24-7, that you can start small, but that there is a path to scale and we can do that together. So hope this was helpful and that you have an amazing day. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found tactical takeaways you can apply right away to your business. If so, it would mean the world to me if you'd subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review on iTunes. Now, let's go crush some goals together.